It was in 2013 that this mysterious dance called twerking caught us by storm. It was brought to us by the famous singer Miley Cyrus when she performed this dance at the VMAs of 2013 alongside Robin Thicke as they were singing Blurred Nines, one of the songs that is considered the most rapiest songs of all times. This dance, which consists of shaking your butt, has shaken the world itself. And all female singers who do this dance in their music videos always consider it to be female empowerment, the owning of their bodies again from the male gaze. But is it really female empowerment? People who criticize twerking always consider it to be like sexualization of women, even if the women themselves consider female empowerment. So who is right? In this episode, I want to analyze the pro and con sides of whether twerking can be considered empowering. And in the end, we'll try to answer the question, does twerking help the patriarchy? Listen along. Hello everyone and welcome to Overreacting the Podcast. I'm your host Michelle Ceriso and every week we overreact to important topics regarding intersectional feminism. This week we'll be talking about twerking, a topic that we've all discussed, we've all had an opinion on and I'm pretty sure some of us have also danced or at least tried to dance because it's pretty hard to do, I have to admit. Twerking did start in Atlanta in the club scene, but it is global now. And whether you call it the booty pop or pee pop or the sissy bounce, all that you need to do it is a working booty and the right attitude and education. So we'll start with the basics. The history of twerking goes way deeper than Miley Cyrus. This low squatting, highly sexualized stance, at least for us in the West, came out of the bouncing scene of New Orleans in the late 1980s. That was spread then in the black culture by famous rappers or through famous black artists. And it gained national fame in the year 2000 with the song Whistle While You Twerk by the Ying Yang Twins. This dance then landed in the mainstream through the group Destiny's Child, which included the wonderful Beyonce. And it was performed in the song Jumpin' Jumpin'. That was the song that made it kind of famous in the world, but not something that everyone was dancing at the time. Only mostly people from the black community were the ones who were dancing it. And it was a thing of the black community, you know? Then in 2013, a video of Miley Cyrus went viral where in it she was twerking in a uniform costume. And this got viral. This got viral on Facebook. When Facebook was still a thing, it somehow went viral on Facebook. And as well, when she realized that this twerking has gone viral, Miley Cyrus also performed the stance at the VMAs. If you Google that event, which is the VMAs 2013, the first recommended thing will be Miley Cyrus and Robin Thicke. If you see the video, she's like grinding her ass against Robin Thicke's crotch as she is like attempting to twerk. Because, I'm sorry, I've seen enough twerkers during my research that I must say Miley Cyrus, that was just really an attempt at twerking. <laughs> it wasn't her best attempt at twerking. So yeah, if you want to see that, you can Google that. So we can say that this was actually a cultural appropriation from the black culture. But in reality, if we want to see it that way, twerking is a cultural appropriation inside a cultural appropriation because before it was taken up in the black community in the US, it found its real origins in West Africa. Twerking is a similar dance to the traditional dance there, which is called Mapuka dance, which there, as well as twerking, emphasizes the buttocks during the dance. 
And for them, it's an expression of joy, and it is stands at weddings and funerals. While twerking is considered here sexualized, since it contains sexually suggestive movements in it. So if we're talking about sexually suggesting movements, how can it not be a sexualized dance? So why are film performers calling it not sexualization, but sexual liberation instead? And that is what we're going to be analyzing now. We're going to look at the pro and the cons. And then we're going to try to form ourselves an opinion. I have to say, at first, I was totally pro-twerking being a female empowerment. But then I made some research and I listened to an interesting podcast episode by uh, Feminist Rants. So if you want to listen to it, it's really good. And it really tilted the way I looked at this topic. It really changed my complete view. But I was like, wow, I did not see this coming. So it was really surprising. And uh, now I look at it from a different perspective. So I'll be emphasizing a lot more on the contra side. But you don't have to necessarily agree with me. Now, the first reason why female performers consider it and call themselves empowering women when they're twerking in their music videos because it is basically women embracing their sexuality. Women have always been considered sluts, whores, when it was them who was deciding to have sex with somebody, like especially with men. Since women having sex or sex in general has always been a taboo. I mean, if we talk about female pleasure or female masturbation, that is never talked about. So they're basically trying to break the stigma by twerking since it's a sexually suggestive dance they're trying to own that sexual movement themselves since they have always been controlled by men which leads me to the hypersexualization of the women in the media that has always been a model of suppression by men of their own sexual agency the sexual agency is basically the ability to define and be in charge of one's sexuality. So this sexual agency has always been oppressed by male pleasure. That the woman was always considered to be the object of sex for men. And those who want to express themselves freely have always been shamed to do that. And that is why twerking for these female artists is taking back their sexuality. It's breaking the male gaze which is the depiction of women and social standards imposed on them from the heterosexual male perspective. So like to please the male's eyes, they want to free themselves from that male gaze and take the reins themselves. It shows their freedom of choice, the one that they have always been deprived of because they were supposed to be pleasing men. And it shows that they choose to show their body, to control their body. It is their choice, their freedom of choice to show themselves without clothes or with clothes or twerking. And that is liberating. It's liberation from the male gaze, the liberation from the male's control over their bodies. And that just gives them confidence because that just gives you the freedom to be willing to explore your own sexuality without having to depend on another person. And it just helps you find out what gives you pleasure, what gives the woman pleasure. Since women have never asked themselves that question, they have always asked themselves, what can I do to please him? Will he like this? Will he like that? They always try to please the other person. And that is what they're trying to break by twerking, by owning back their sexuality. All right, you basic bitches. Feet shoulder width apart. Bend your knees, turn them out, hands on hips, thumbs on the butt. And pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. 
you might think, wow, that is really empowering. In the end, it's about women taking control. It's about women being able to make their own choices and being able to have the reins for once. But then we need to look at the other side of the coin or the bigger picture of the whole situation because while it might seem empowering, it really is not. Because in the end, that sexual image that they are trying to own back was created by men. Mostly twerking in the past has always been used in those, you know, those rapper videos where the women are the ones who are sexualized by the male rappers. They're like dancing in the background, they're twerking, they're showing their body. So in the situation of like female performers, they are trying to take that, like that twerking out of that control by the man and taking it for themselves, saying that I, a woman, have chosen to show myself this way and twerking in front of an audience, but it was my choice, so it's liberatoring. But taking that example, it's not, because in the end, that image of women twerking was created by men for men. And that is why it's problematic to talk about it as a free choice, because in the end, you're not choosing your own sexual image to display. You're using the one that was already shaped by men for men, and you're taking that and saying, yeah, it's us. I'm, I'm choosing to show myself this way, the way men have created this image of women being sexual. On the basis, it is not freedom. Because in the end, we got it shaped for us. And then we decided to take that shaped image for ourselves and say, it's our choice. And so that shows that women don't really have ownership of their bodies. It's always been chewed before by men. And if female artists say that this is empowering, something that isn't empowering at all, that is just glorifying the patriarchy and we'll never get out of it. We talk about breaking out of the male gaze, but it's using the male gaze and turning it into a free choice. And that is dangerous for people fighting against gender inequalities. Then as well, it forces this shaped image by men. They force it on other women to be like them. And then... They all stay in the same vicious cycle that they have to please the male gaze. In the end, I'm going to say that, this also shows that a free choice doesn't necessarily mean that it's empowering and feminist. Any choice that a woman makes doesn't have to be necessarily feminist, even if they say, I've chosen to do this. We need to look at the bigger picture always. She might say, I chose to show myself this way, but what was this way created by who created this way so don't take something that a woman says for granted as feminist don't say okay what she says we should write that down in the bible no that's not how it works and if we do then we're never going to get out of this patriarchal society and then if we go to the recipients of this image, which is young girls and young women who nowadays are more open in social media and are constantly bombarded by role models and, you know, stars on social media and the internet, them seeing this hypersexualized role models, which were hypersexualized through the male gaze, even if they weren't aware of it, these young girls imitate this. Because in the end, young girls, they are still young and they don't really know what they're doing. They don't really know how the world works. And so they just 
imitate this wrong form of empowerment, which leads them to sexualize themselves, to show their bodies and objectify themselves, to please the male gaze, because for them, seeing role models that are only hypersexualized is just teaching them that your only worth lies in your sexuality. Female empowerment equals being sexy. And that is completely wrong. If girls grow up with this mentality, thinking, okay, I have to show my body to get to this high career, to get very famous, I need to show my skin. That is just playing up the patriarchy talking. I mean, it's not female empowerment if we say that. It's literally the patriarchy right there. And this only benefits men. And like saying, yeah, but then they shouldn't be like looking at these um, hypersexualized role models like why don't they look at Michelle Obama for instance or other people because sadly these hypersexualized role models are the one that stand out in social media since social media really displays only expectations and social standards and beauty standards and the impact of the male gaze is just much bigger people are still sadly superficial and not really aware of the whole situation in this case and so it's hard to just not look at it we need to change the way those hypersexualized role models work which is what we need to change in order to empower girls better seeing these wrong role models they'll think i need to look that way i need to have those curves i need to be thin and have a fat ass in order that i can twerk and get famous and get far in life because they have not been empowered through other ways And if you say like, yeah, but there are some boys and men who sexualize themselves too. They have the free choice to. They have the free choice to sexualize themselves and please the female gaze because they don't have the pressure from society to be sexy. They have been brought up with role models like CEOs, politicians, career people telling them you can make it this far as a man. They have that form of empowerment. The girls, on the other hand, have empowerment always related to how they look like and if they're sexual or not. And just being good at that will not get you far. And that is why less women succeed and many more men tend to get forward. And that is why we're not talking about a free autonomous choice by girls because it was all created by men in the end. And that leads me to how can we make it become a free choice? How can we make girls have the freedom to choose whether to sexualize themselves, to dress themselves the way they want and express themselves freely? And that is by teaching girls exactly this, teaching them that their worth does not only lie in the way they dress or look, that sexuality doesn't define them. We need to break the male gaze. That doesn't mean that we need to remove sexual attraction, we have to remove all of this. No, we don't have to. We have to remove the thinking that a girl's only worth lies in sexuality. Because it can be one of the factors that her worth lies in, but it doesn't have to be the factor where her worth lies in. They need to be told that they are not only worthy of respect and success and careers and get forward in life when they are dressing or acting sexually or twerking. We need to empower girls through role models who don't base themselves on looks the way we empower boys to through CEOs, politicians. But of course that is harder because there is less female representation in the media. The thing is once they see all the possibilities, all the factors that their worth can lie in, is when they will be empowered, is when we will be talking about a free autonomous choice. Then she can make the choice, okay, I have all these possibilities where I can lie my worth in, 
They can choose, no, I'm going to dress like this and I'm going to dance. That is a free autonomous choice. And that is the empowerment that we need to spread. But that is only possible if girls are taught that they're not only some boobs and an ass. And that is also the work of female artists that like twerking and do that to not glorify being sexual when we still live in a patriarchal society. Even if we don't notice it when we make our choices, even if we think that it's a free choice, we are always influenced by it. This is a really complicated subject. As I said before, I was really torn between which side I could be on because at first I did think that it was empowerment, but that was due because I was influenced. I imitated what people said about this on the internet. In fact, I didn't know enough about it and that is what led me to believe that it was empowerment, even if it really isn't. It looks like it because people say it is. But in the reality, it's not. And that is what more people need to realize about this. What do you guys think about this? Do you think that anyways twerking is empowering? You can tell me on my social media platforms. I am on Instagram and on Twitter at overreacting underscore pod. And you can always ask me questions. But I really would like to know your opinions on it. Recommendation of the week this week is was really hard to find one. But at last I did find one and it is a Glee episode called The End of Twerk. It's kind of a controversial episode. I think it's one of the worst Glee episodes. Uh, for those that don't know, Glee is a musical TV show created by oh, the genius Ryan Murphy. We'll hear many more recommendations of Ryan Murphy in future episodes. And basically this TV show is about a school teacher who creates a school show choir with a group of students who struggle to fit in the school. So there's one who's disabled, one who's like the quarterback of the football team, who's not very intelligent and he, he has this the blonde girlfriend who's like beautiful and everyone loves her and many more that's just like troubled teens try to find themselves together in this school choir and in the episode that i want to recommend to you which is season five episode five called the end of twerk the school's principal basically wants to ban twerking which the teacher kind of wants to do with the kids at school they fight for the right to twerk and that is what the episode is about. Now, as you all know, Sue Sylvester has recently banned a dance known as twerking from McKinley. You call it twerking? I call it dance porn. Well, that is exactly what people once said about an outrageous new dance called the waltz. It was considered indecent because a man and woman were actually clutching each other as they whirled around the ballroom. And now, it's twerking. Kill a game and leave them all dead. I guarantee you that in 20 years, twerking will be considered a silly, nostalgic dance. So I ask you, do you want to be on the right side of musical history? This episode is depicted as if we need to feel bad about the ban of twerking. So it's basically the opposite of the opinion that is stated in this podcast episode. But still, it's interesting because it shows the huge impact and influence that twerking can have on school students. So students that can be susceptible and easy to kind of influence. It underlines the point that this wrong form of empowerment is not really noticed by young people. In the end, they just want to imitate what is cool or, you know, what they think is right or what other people have chewed as right for them. Like these female artists who say that it's female empowerment, 
have chewed it for young girls to think that it is a female empowerment and they think oh cool feminism that's cool i want to be feminist and this is part of female empowerment so i'm going to support it even if they don't know what really lies behind it so it's perfect for showing that and uh, if you like music you're gonna like this episode if you want to watch the whole series which i really recommend it's a really good series uh, you can do that too it should be on netflix you should find it everywhere it has finished airing so you should find it easily and yeah so thank you for listening this was this week's episode i hope you liked it i hope it was interesting i thought i want to talk about this for a long time now because it's an issue that's really affecting us nowadays very very harsh and that people really are not aware of keep an open ear about this and if you share my opinion you can speak up when it ends up in conversation so yeah have a nice week and don't forget feminists are not overreacting but working empowerment might okay bye